Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Signed, sealed, and settled. Romans 8, 35-39 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We're considered as a sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is a popular Bible passage that provides the children of God with significant comfort and assurance that God loves us, like way more than we could ever imagine. Today, this is the message for you. God's love for you is so strong that there is room for no argument, no need for any debate. This is an issue that has been signed, sealed, and settled. But may we just for a short moment revisit this celebrated truth about God's love and gain a fresh perspective? In two places, the writer puts to rest the question, who or what can separate us from the love of God? Let us back up and allow our conviction of this argument to sink into our hearts. The chapter deals with several things, but let us identify a few that speak loudly to how much God loves us. In the first instance, it establishes the truth that if you are a child of God, then there is no condemnation for you because of the fact that you were born in sin. When Jesus died for you and died for me, he removed the condemnation that was over our heads and set us totally free. He continues to educate us by saying that the death of Jesus brought us into a relationship with God like no other. He establishes in us a new status. We are children of God. Stop and think about your current life. Despite your age, you are and will ever be the child of your biological parents, two people who were engaged as biological agents in the creation of the person who you are. That is forever confirmed by this amazing thing called DNA. Nobody or nothing can change that. You cannot have a DNA transplant. (laughs) And as a child of God, your DNA is Holy Spirit, active and dynamic. He tells us that we are children of God all the time. He performs things in our lives that only he can do, including adding maximum value to our lives. So accept the truth, my friend. You're a child of God. The writer talks about this thing called prayer, a relational tool that strengthens and enriches our connection with God. When we pray, we are communicating with our Father in heaven, but the Holy Spirit, our DNA, he participates in an active manner. And so when there are times that we are struggling to let our Father know something, Holy Spirit steps in and he takes those desires, those thoughts, those prayer requests to the Father because he knows what's going on inside of you all the time. But here is something that should get you excited. Everything that happens to you as a child of God is for your good. I am serious. Remember Jeremiah 29 verse 11 where he tells you that his plans for you are meant for you to prosper and to do well? Well, here in Romans 8.28, he supports that promise by telling you whether something good or bad happens to you. I will make it work for your good. Guaranteed. Let me hurry on. 
the writer believes he has laid out su sufficient argument to make an even bigger point. It is now obvious that God is for you. God is on your side. So who can be against you? Hmm. This means that nothing or no one can successfully attack you. If God made such a huge sacrifice by sending his son to die for you, what more proof do you need to make you understand that you are number one in God's book and God has put everything in place to ensure that you know that nothing can separate you from his love for you? Come with me now. God loves you, right? All that I have said up until now shows that God's lo God loves you. But you are living in a cruel, harsh reality called life here on earth. And there are times, my friends, that you suffer. Trouble, hardships, persecutions, famine, nakedness, danger, sword. These are just some of the atrocities that visit us. And they are so bad that it is easy to think that God has stopped loving me. Think again. Think again, my friend, because God loves you so much that he has equipped you with the evidence that you can and will overcome these things. The writer goes deeper, higher, wider to drive home the point. There ain't nothing that can make God stop loving you. There is no experience in your life, past, present, or future, that can give God any reason to stop loving you. Yes, you have moments of struggles and problems. Yes, you are ridiculed and jeered because of your faith in God. But the God who removed your condemnation, the God who sent his Holy Spirit to confirm that you're a child of God, the God who makes it his business to hear every prayer that you pray, even when you can't express yourself, the God who has promised that all things work together for your good at all times, this very God loves you so much that you and I cannot think of anything. You and I cannot experience anything that can make God stop loving us. That can separate us from God's love. And why is that so? Simple. Because you are connected to God through Jesus Christ, his son. That is it. The thing between you and God, between you and the love of God is so complete. My friend, I am here to tell you today, it is signed, sealed, and settled.